And we are back. Back at it. The Beer Bros. Back in action. Back in the country. Here we are. Well, one of us has been in the country the whole time. But <laughs> uh, we are back. It has been a hot minute once again. Let's say that again. Yes. Uh, but we're busy guys. We're busy yeah. guys. It is it is what it is. We got lives. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You guys you guys want us to be happy. <laughs> right? Um, well, Plus we are... we've got to explore beers. Like that's the only way to exactly improve the podcast. That's a great way of putting it, Rob. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard him already, Rob's with me, my <laughs> valuable co-host. Uh, Rob, how you been? What are we doing today? I'm good. Uh, so today we are doing the Sam Adams Beer Fest variety pack. Mm. I had to look up the actual name because I know they've had other variety packs around this time of year mm. to pair with the Oktoberfest beer. Um, so very much looking forward to that. We are not doing Oktoberfest. I know that is one of the beers part of the pack, uh, but instead we're going to do Flannel Fest, which is a Dunkel, uh, uh, Jacko, which is a pumpkin beer, mm-hmm. uh, Hoppy Lager, and then to round it out, Sam Adams recently remastered Boston Lager, which was uh, after our Sam Adams episode yes. that we did a while back. So we're going to re-review uh, Sam Adams' Boston Lager, discuss if we feel like it's better or worse mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the remastered uh, recipe or whatever the changes that they did. Um, so should be a fun show. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. Rob, before we do that, do you want to tell people where they can reach us on social media? Yep. Uh, untapped, DeBeer Bros is our username. Uh, follow or, uh, Email us at DeBeerBros at gmail.com. Listen to the past podcasts on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Uh, Twitter at DeBeerBros1. Instagram, Pod. Like and follow the Facebook page if you haven't already. And as always, check out those past quarantine episodes and beer racket videos on YouTube. Probably something close to that YouTube. <laughs> like two years. Um, Maybe we got something on the horizon. Yeah, well, I, the last time Rob and I planned something, <laughs> a pandemic hit. So, yeah, so uh, we don't make plans. <laughs> anyway, let's let's. Ju- yeah, we don't have any history. Everyone, no, everyone knows Sam Adams by now. If you don't, don't know what to tell you. Uh, let's start with Flannel Fest. Are you pouring? I can pour. Okay. You want to read the very the long description? Here. All right. Flannel Fest. Munich Dunkel Lager with notes of toasted bread and okay, caramel. bottle opener blows. <laughs> Do you want a different one? It's okay. I'm going to steal that, though. Very good looking. Do you want me to read that one again? Munich Dunkel Lager with... <laughs> there's a lot of dead air. Munich Dunkel Lager with notes of toasted bread and caramel. Uh, 5.2% ABV. Rob, why don't you tell, tell us about this bottle? So I was passing through Jewel, the Jewels, the Jewels. Uh, a couple weeks ago, right after I got back from my Europe trip, and uh, obviously ventured over to the beer section, uh, picked up some That's Guinness because I would just gotten back, and... I saw this variety pack, and the first beer that grabbed my attention was Flannel Fest. Uh, or just seeing the beer on the, the actual variety mm-hmm. pack box. It is, I mean, it is red and blue flannel. I mean, it, it is really it cool to look at. I've never, uh, I've never seen something like quite, quite like that design before. So 
Yeah, yeah, it's a interesting. Besides a shirt. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a shirt. It's called flannel. Um, yeah, like it's if you held it up to, I believe a shirt I own. That's the exact pattern. Nice. So, um, yeah, and very better... fall, very festive. I love the look of it. Uh, let's talk about the look of the beer, though. Yeah, that nice brown kind of cola-y look to it. Yeah, I mean, a little lighter, I would say, than even a cola. I mean, it, more like a... Yeah, like it's an, very see-through. Even almost like a amber or a, like a brown ale. Mm-hmm. What are we smelling here? You get a lot of those kind of... Ooh. The, those like kind of along the lines of those amber dunkel smells. The very oh, yeah. Malty. A lot of breadiness. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if you... Like baked bread? I don't know if you heard, but Munich Dunkel Lager with notes of toasted bread and caramel. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what was that again? <laughs> Munich, Munich Dunkel Lager with notes of toasted bread and caramel, John Lithgow. Um, yeah, yeah, we are under contract to mention his name at least yeah, one time he, in the podcast. Was, I didn't mention him last one. He, he was real mad. Um, yeah, really, really good smell. Good candle. Yeah. Like, you, yeah no. you thought about it. You don't no. smell like this at work. Uh, but, Rob, smells one thing, tastes is another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. Ooh. That is very crisp. Pretty. But definitely very bready. Like, Pretty refreshing, too. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say, you know, I think the caramel is more subtle. I definitely detect notes of toasted bread and <laughs> God damn it. Uh, <laughs> I get more bread, though, than the caramel. Like, I feel like it's uh, it's really well balanced. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's it, not too sweet. No. It's not too roasty. No. Like, it definitely is just that the right in the middle of where you need to be for a dunkle. And kind of refreshing, like oh yeah, like especially for what like what's outside right now. Like sun's down, you get like a bonfire going for this. Um, you know, Definitely, yeah. You know, just hang, hanging outside, like crisp air. This is a perfect beer for that. Oh yeah, uh, this is. I mean, yeah, this is a perfect fall beer. I could drink this in the winter too. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's. Uh, I could wh- drink it during flannel weather. Really. That's profound. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if you know this, but... You know, <laughs> I'll stop, I'll stop, I'll stop. Do we say 5.2% ABV? I so, uh, so very light. Oh, I didn't read the description. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, there's a longer description on the back of the bottle. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you want to read it? Sure. <laughs> you ready for this? They're going to shut Go for it. Featuring robust notes of toasted bread and caramel. <laughs> mm. Balanced by a light floral hop aroma, this classic German-style lager paired with a flannel will keep you cozy during the, your coldest of beer season adventures. I like that. They need to simplify that. <laughs> what the fuck happened here? Sorry, Rob and I are watching baseball. Um... I think someone just got it inside the park homer. Little, little league so. home run. Um, Do you have a food pairing for this? So it's a good thing we're not doing Oktoberfest because this is just a slam dunk. 
get, get yourself a bratwurst with yeah. this. Yeah. Put it on a pretzel bun. Get the sauerkraut. Get the Dijon mustard. I don't know how. I don't know how how much better you can get with a food pairing. I'm just gonna say stuffed pretzel, pretzel as well. Get yeah. some beer cheese. Get some mustard. You know, Did I you feel say like stuffed pretzel. Uh, yeah, Damn. I guess you could stuff it with sausage. Oh, I, yeah, okay. Uh, get yourself a pretzel. I was, I was, I was trying to. I was going to be like, "What are you stuffing it with?" Because I, I was kind of intrigued. <laughs> Mozzarella cheese. I'm try, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think of like Cheddar better, uh, better, better things to throw in there. Pepperoni. How about cheese curd pretzels? What about pretzel cheese curds? What about? Don't say it. Don't say it. And people just too. John Lithgow. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, Anything you can find at a German fest, like this beer is going to go great with it. Because it's also only, like we said, 5.2%. It doesn't go down like heavy. It doesn't go down like a normal Dunkel, I feel like, or any, like, or a normal fall or winter winter beer. It's, like Joe said, it's kind of refreshing. It's and it's very light. Yeah, and you know, Rob and I had big old platter of, of food from Halal guys right before this, and uh, like it, it's heavier in the stomach, but like this is it like it's not you know sometimes when you're full and you try to drink a beer you're like mm, I, I can't. It's do time this. for time to go to bed. Like this is <laughs> this is the opposite. Like this is still like sitting right. It's going down easy. Really nice beer. Time of year, Rob. Definitely agree. Oh, summer. Summer, you know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, fall and winter, uh, I think they're, you know, definitely your prime months, I think, for all four of the beers. Well, I don't know. I Maybe. guess we'll see for the last we'll one. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah. Maybe even Hoppy Lager. We don't know. It's true. Maybe even Jacko. I don't know. I um, <laughs> wonder if that's got notes of toasted bread and caramel. Uh, God damn. Rob, let's go through the scoring rubric before us. Yeah. It's been a while. Uh, so zero to one is sip, sip, dump. It's just not drinkable. Uh, one to two is if it's free. You're at a party and Bud Light's the only thing. Uh, two to three is one and done. Not that great. Um, it's more of like a one-time experience. Uh, three to three point five is one and done, but would get again. Maybe it just doesn't match the right vibe or season. Um, three point five one to four is would get again. Better on tap. Pretty self-explanatory. You're gonna. Taste, uh, you're going to get more profound notes from taste uh, from drinking it on tap. 4 to 4.99 is over-liable, the beers that are constantly stocked in your fridge. And then 5 is top-tier, perfect beer. The beer you don't care what the hangover is the next day because you got to drink that beer. Mm-hmm. For me, it's Guinness. For Joe, actually, one of, them, one of them is Boston Lager. One of them is Boston Lager. We'll see Lager, if that so. changes today. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Rob, Rob has teased that he has opinions about your mastered. I I do, and we're working. We're going to see what those are. But before we get to that, Rob, why don't you tell us about your score for Flannel Fest? Uh, so I am going to go in reliable. I really enjoy this beer. I am gonna. I I hope they release this in six packs, and it's not just like a part of. Um, uh, this variety pack. Variety pack. Yeah. Yeah. Like I. Um, so I'm going to go 4.15 here. Yeah, this is really, really good. Um, yeah, I would I would definitely buy a six-pack of this. Like, I would want this in my fridge. Uh, it'd be, it's just a good, like, maybe you're having a party in the fall. Like, 
you get a bunch of these, people are going to really be enjoying them. Yeah. Uh, and because I got to do it uh, 4.20, I uh, got to get that sponsorship over Rob. So 4.20420A um, for Flannel Fest. Very solid beer. Again, like. Good start. Pretty refreshing, not too heavy. Very flavorful. And, yeah, very flavorful. So it, you could really taste. The notes of toasted bread. God damn it. Uh, <laughs> any other notes on Flannel Fest? No, I think you hit on all the notes. <laughs> what What notes? Do you mean the notes of toasted bread? All right. Right. All right. We'll be right back with our next beer. And it's only going to be me. I'm kicking Joe out. <laughs> <laughs> it's Friday. I'm too slap happy. All right. After these messages. <laughs> Alrighty, beer number two. We have Jacko, the pumpkin ale. Rob, you get to read because <laughs> I can tell made. you, I uh, I am not going to read this description eight <laughs> times. Uh, Jacko pumpkin ale balances cinnamon and nutmeg aromas with hints of autumn spices and crisp, refreshing finish, and a crisp, refreshing. Uh, throw on your Halloween costume, crack one open, and enjoy the flavors of the season. Rob, favorite Halloween costume? Ooh. Probably Jon Snow. When I did Jon Snow from Game of Thrones and Carolyn did Daenerys. That was a pretty good one. That's good. I like that. What about you? SpongeBob. I got so much candy that year. <laughs> it was the height of SpongeBob. And I went to SpongeBob, and the best moment was... These two high school girls opened the door when I trick-or-treated. Yeah. And they were like, oh, my God, SpongeBob. And they had this giant cauldron. I came like, take as, take as much as you want. <laughs> it was the best day of my life. Where did your head, like, go in it? Like, where, where does your head come out of SpongeBob's face? Okay. Yeah. Like, above his eyes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was just like, you just put it I'm over. just, like, picturing, like, he's missing a nose, like, you're the nose. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> no, not that way. Yeah, yeah. Little, little eight-year-old, same size. Uh, Jacko, four point four percent ABV. Uh, not much to talk about. I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's, the, it's an orange variation of the Boston Lager, Boston Lager label. Label. Uh, let's take a look at the beer, though. You get like kind of this brownish, kind of like yellow orange brown. hue. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Woo! Nah, that's a can. <laughs> that is. Oh, that's that's that, so good. That's like pumpkin pie. It, it, yeah, they it, it really does smell like pumpkin pie. Like you definitely get, a candle. Yeah. I I definitely don't want to bathe in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a perfect candle, I think, though, for this time of year. Yeah, this they they would this would be just like you walk into a house and it smells like this. You're like it's fall. Right. It's, yeah. This is. It smells really good. Have you ever had this one before, Rob? Or? It's been a while. Okay. I, I either had it last year, the year, <laughs> the year before, like most people, whatever, this time of year. Yeah, yeah last one I had was like in uh, June. <laughs> big pumpkin in June guy. Um, uh, that was good dialogue. Smell, smell, uh, did you know there's... No, I'm not going to. Nope. Uh, <laughs> there smells one thing, tastes another, and there's only one way to find out. Cheers. Wow. It is like liquid pumpkin pie. It is. It's, um, and I think your mileage is going to vary. It is. Depending on how much you like 
pumpkin flavor? How much you like cinnamon flavor? It's a lot of cinnamon. Very, very. Uh, it, yeah, it's it, it's a very sweet beer. Very. Um, it, it's yeah. There's only going to be a certain amount of these that you could drink. Like Joe said, your mileage is going to vary. Yeah, yeah. I I could not imagine like buying a six pack of this. And no. Going home and be like, I'm just drinking this tonight. Like this is a good. It's a time and place type of time beer. and place. It's a good kind of starter beer, I would say, for like kind of your evening. Like, sure. Oh, I want to kind of like have well, a fancier one. I think you could do it as a dessert beer and pair it with some dessert. Well, it's drinking starts after dessert. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think that's just like the best, best suited for it. Like you, you're not going to want to be drinking this long term. Right. Uh, like you're definitely going to kind of need a buffer between this and your next beer, I'd say. Yes. Like you'd probably need to get like a Miller Lite or something just to kind of clear the palate a little bit. But it's not bad. No. It's just, it's a very strong taste. I could even drink this as dessert alone, I feel like, after having a meal. Mm. As opposed to, like, let's say you're dessert. stuffed to the gills on, yeah. th- on Thanksgiving. Couldn't imagine. <laughs> and you just can't eat another bite. Uh, I, I feel like you could just sub this in as, as your dessert, as your uh, pumpkin pie, and I think it would be perfect. I can't. I have to have the pie. I just I power through. That's fair. I have three pot. I have three apple pecan pumpkin. That's fair. Smash them all. <laughs> but it's delicious food pairing though, Rob. What would you What would you pair this with? That's not you, pumpkin pie. <laughs> all right, let's just let's just go baseline. Pumpkin, apple, pecan, any kind of pie. Yeah. This is gonna go well with any fall yes. pie. This is gonna go well with. So let's think of something different. You know what? I'll say I'd even drink this during my Thanksgiving meal, like Ooh, with my turkey and stuffing. I, I don't feel like it's overly heavy, like going down. So I don't, and okay. I feel like the sweetness is going to balance out all the saltiness that you're consuming from the turkey, stuffing, uh, green bean casserole. Damn, now I'm excited for Thanksgiving. It's, it's the two best times. Yeah. I got to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it's Halloween um, season. Oh, damn. I just thought of another good one. My food pairing, I'm going carrot cake. Oh, okay. I feel like yeah. I get a nice hunk of carrot cake. Like, I feel like the cream cheese frosting would really go well with this. Like, you get that cinnamon working with all the, well, the cinnamon inside of uh, carrot cake. I, I almost just forgot about what I was talking about. <laughs> um... <laughs> But I, I, I love feel, that. Yeah, I, I feel like that. That's would, a good really, one. Yeah, if, if, if for whatever weird reason you're not a pie person, right? And let me just say, let me just say, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer also wasn't a pie person. <laughs> Never want to be in the same sentence as him. Um, he was a people person. You could put it that way. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So character. Okay. Cake before I. Go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, time of year, Rob. I mean, Help me out. Yeah, fall and winter. I mean, it, I, I, I could drink this in the winter as well. I feel like I could even drink this around, like, Christmas time. Yeah. Um, you know, just because of the, the pumpkin sweetness to it. So, uh, actually, I, I kind of wish. I'm sure they stopped making it, like, after Halloween passes. Probably. Excuse me. They should keep this around at least through Thanksgiving. Because I, think, I feel like it's better suited for that holiday as opposed to Halloween. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if 
I know everyone's making pumpkin beers around that time of year, but this is like, this is like a perfect beer to pair with. I think Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah I don't know if it goes like, because I know like once, once kind of like mid October rolls by, like they're they're taking Oktoberfest off the shelves. Right. I don't know if Jacko is a part of that. Like no, I, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, because it's it in this variety around. pack. Yeah, that's a good point. I've no, seen probably they, they do sell six packs of these. I they have, do. Okay. I've seen it. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if it sticks around after. I will say I probably wouldn't buy a six pack of it. Oh, no. Uh, it's, it's, if it's it were in the create your own six pack, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd throw it in there. It's. I mean, let's jump into our score here for Jacko. Might as well. Um, I can kind of kick us off. I'm going to put this in the one and done. I would get again. I, you know, I think this is kind of yeah. one of those, like, I'll have one every year. It's like a treat, it, you know? Yeah. Like, you enjoy it for one bottle, mm-hmm. and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to... You can't really... You're not going to overindulge in it. No. It, it, it'd be hard. Um, and, like, you get a variety pack. This is probably the beer you're pawning off your friends <laughs> let's be honest um that you're giving them the best sales pitch you've ever yeah, given like, so that they drink this and, you, and get rid of it yeah, like oh, you, you love this it's delicious again it's not bad it's a one and done what to get again it's just it's january 16th you gotta get out of the fridge it, yeah <laughs> yeah it's the one you're looking and you're like i'm just gonna have to dump this like yeah um but i will give this a three point three point three one I okay. like it. I think it can be a little sweet. Your mileage is going to vary. Right. But it's not terrible. I'm going to go slightly below. I'll give you uh, the sponsorship. Uh, I'm going to go 3.21. Uh, this is, like Joe said, your, your mileage is going to vary. It's, uh, I'm already not a sweet beer guy normally. And I, you know, it, I might be able to finish this thing. But also, I would, you know, I'll continue to try, like get one every year. Yeah. So I, I do put it in the one and done would get again category for that reason. What was the score? Three point two one. I don't know if you snuck that in or if I just wasn't listening. Probably, <laughs> the, probably the latter. Um, you weren't listening. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> uh, I was just thinking about uh, the notes of toasted bread and <laughs> caramel. Um. Well, before we go to the next beer. <laughs> oh, yes. I, uh, you know, I got a haircut earlier this week. Really? Yeah, on really? Uh, Wednesday. Where'd you go? I went to go see my guy, Candido, Ooh. at Elevate Salon in downtown LaGrange. Is it the one on calendar? It is. Yeah. It is the one on calendar. I was um, I was actually able to squeeze in this time. Ooh, I called good. Tuesday, and I was like, when's the next time Candido has an appointment? And they go, noon tomorrow. I'll take it. Not bad. <laughs> I was able to sneak in. Um, you know, recently they had the big school rush. Things are starting to calm down. So you could get, a, you know, if you call now and book your appointment, you could probably get something very soon. But make sure you ask for Candido. He is the best in the business. Yes, he is. Uh, it's, he's a man of his craft. He's going to keep you laughing on the chair. Yeah. It's it's the fastest hour of your life. Absolutely. It's it's a great time, great haircut for a really good price. Yes. So yeah, go to go to Elevate Salon. Shout out Candido. We will be back with our next beer after these messages. Alrighty, beer number three, Hoppy Lager. 
Uh, Rob, you go ahead and pour. I'll read. God damn it. German-style lager as crisp and refreshing as an autumn hike, which you should bring this beer on. Mm. I, I think people need to embrace drinking on hikes more. I like that idea. Like, bring water, sure, but... Bring a beer. Bring a beer. Hiking doesn't have to be this laborious task. It could just be like a nice little stroll. In the park? In the park. Yeah. Or national park. You could consider that hiking. Yeah. <laughs> I hiked to the cooler. That's a hike? There we go. That's a hike. Got my steps in. I hiked to my fridge in the kitchen. There you go. I mean, you got a fridge outside. Yeah. You got you to gotta go downstairs for that. Yeah, that's downhill that's hike. hiking. Yeah. A down and uphill. And then I got to come. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, see? It's... Hiking beers. Hi- beer, f- Hi- beer for beer hiking. hiking. Oh. Someone called John Laughlin. <laughs> um, German style lagers, Christopher Refreshing's on him hike, which you should bring on this beer on. Um, it's 4.8% ABV. <laughs> yeah. So very light. Uh, obviously. Tell us about the bottle, the label isn't. Same. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically the same thing yeah, the except background. Yeah, there's a. I like the green. It's like a. I guess like a lime or a neon. Would you say? Not yeah. really a neon, but kind of like in between a lime and a neon. Yeah. Yeah, like a brighter green. But yeah, the the, the hop watermarks in the background are pretty cool. Very cool. Yes. Um, let's take a look at the beer. Yeah. Our first non-dark beer. Yeah. Very much kind of your traditional. Ooh, you got that. You got a. You get the hop smell right off the bat. You do. Mm. And I love the look of it. I mean, it just, I mean, it looks like your typical lager, just based mm-hmm. on look. Plenty of bubbles, great color great. to it, very golden. Yeah, that smells really good. I'm excited it does. for this. I'm excited for this. Well, Rob, Me too. smells one thing, tastes another. There's only one way to find out. Cheers. Cheers. Ooh. That's interesting. Hmm. There's a lot of hop character in that. That well, is that is very hoppy. That's it that's, almost drinks like an IPA. Yeah. Or like I, even a session if you know if it's a lot hoppier than you would expect from something that's under five percent mm-hmm. Like that is uh, a lot me, of hop character. I like it. I really like yeah, it too. Yeah, I think you and I are both pretty pretty into that kind of bit. It's not too bitter. Right. Like, it's just a kind of a subtle bitterness, but yes. you get that just, like, earthy hop taste from it. Yeah. Really good. A little pininess. Um, and the fact that it, you know, it's a lager, it's it's a lot lighter than your typical IPAs. So yeah. if you're looking for an alternate, you know, sometimes those IPAs can weigh you down. It feels like this could be an alternate. Yeah. Yeah. Especially sitting at 4.8, like, you could probably... This is probably one you can get a six pack of, and yeah, I mean, this is one you could drink six in like a very fast time responsibly, <laughs> um, and be like, all right, time for another. Bit. Whoa, where to go? Six. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, drink with caution. But I mean, this is this is very good. Yeah. Do you have a food pairing for this? So I think the hoppy taste. It's going to. It's not going to lend itself to like more of a meal. I think. You're probably going to be safer with Ooh, your appetizers. Are you going to meal? Yeah. All right, give me your meal. I'm going to a burger. Okay. Because I feel like sometimes sometimes I pair an IPA. Okay. <laughs> sometimes I pair an IPA with a burger, and I'm just like, like 
holy shit, I'm so full. That's like, I need to go take a nap or something. Uh, this, I feel like it's still very light going down. I like a lot of hop character in a beer, uh, especially when I have a burger. I just mm-hmm. feel like those, um, I feel like they just go hand in hand. Right. Uh, obviously, a pub burger. Um, I'll do a brioche bun. Mm. We'll throw some uh, some aged cheddar on there, maybe. Um, and then all the fixings. Oh. Lettuce, tomato, onion. What? <laughs> How long do they age cheddar? Beats me. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. <laughs> Sorry. But yes. <laughs> um, um, I'm going to go a burger on this one. A, like a... Just a pub style burger. Well, Rob, you do get sleepy from burger. You do put seven pieces of cheese on your burger. That might make you sleepy. That's true. Um, I do. I do like cheese a lot. <laughs> it's, he holds the waiter by the wrist and says, "You, I think you thought I heard I want cheese on. I want seven pieces of cheese on this. <laughs> Give me all say, the cheese. Sorry, you're hurting have. me. Let go. Uh, and that's why <laughs> Rob and I aren't allowed a Red Robin anymore. Um, and John Lithgow. Um, yes." And Bonnie. And Bonnie, yeah. Yeah, Bonnie's here today. She's our, she's sleeping on the job, pretty <laughs> usual. Um, oh, I have oh, my man. food pairing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what do you got here? You, you said appetizers, yeah, right? Yeah, I think I'm still sticking with the appetizer route. You did, your, your sales pitch did not work on me, Rob. Um, I'm going to go with nachos on this. Okay. I'm going to go with some chicken nachos. What are you throwing on those? I'm doing cheese. Of course, got to do cheese. Sour cheese, cream. Uh, throw a little sour cream on there. Guac. No guac. No guac. No guac, no guac today. Too much. <laughs> uh, jalapenos. Uh, we'll throw, throw some lettuce on there. You gotta get the veggies on there. Uh, For sure. Uh, onions. Uh, onions. Um, I know you're not a tomato guy, so I won't ask. Yeah, no tomato. Olives. Do you like black olives? We can do black. We can throw some black yeah. olives on there. I, I, I'm trying to think of something, and it's escaping me at the moment. Chips. Uh, <laughs> Preferably tortilla. <laughs> tortilla. If you want to, if you if you want to do ruffles, you if can you have lays, like I guess. It's, I mean, they're gonna fall apart. It's a barbecue, barbecue lay. Uh, I forgot the other one I was gonna put on there. Salsa. No. Yeah. That's. Yeah. <laughs> My brain's, <laughs> brain's not working today. Uh, oh, I mean, you're going to put some notes of toasted <laughs> Time of year, Rob. What are you drinking? Uh, longer? I'm perplexed. Mm. Uh, because I could drink this in like the springtime as well. Okay. I don't know if I would drink this in the summer. Well, no. I, I probably would, actually. I think it's refreshing enough to it could be the um, So it's kind of hard to pick one that I think it's best suited for. Um, I guess beginning of spring, actually, for me. Like, it's still, there's still a chill in the air, uh, but it's, you know, the sun's starting to make its way out. It's, it's a little nicer during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cool at night. I feel like it pairs perfectly with that kind of weather. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go spring and early summer. I, I think yeah. I think this is a really, it, it's refreshing enough. It's not going to be too, especially at 4.8, it's not going to be too heavy. It's not going to weigh you down. Yeah, like I I think, I think it has a refreshing factor to it that you maybe wouldn't expect it. Um, 
I, I would love to have this like on the patio on, on tap. Me too. Speaking of, the next time we want to try this, Rob, what is your score of Sam Adams Hoppy Lager? Man, um, I think I'm going to go over-reliable again with this one. Uh, I, I think I still like Flannel Fest more, so I'm just going to go slightly below. I'll go 4.11. Yeah, um, yeah. like I said, like this is what I could easily see buying a six-pack of without hesitation. Like I would want this in my fridge. You could probably drink this year-round, even in the winter. Yeah. Um, it yeah, maybe doesn't hit the season quite like you know Flannel Fest does, but I think it's still really enjoyable. Yes. Um, and uh, I got a stunt on Rob four point one two. So I, I I've won the sponsorship now. No Damn. matter what you score, remastered. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> got you three four. Um, yeah, I I'm pleasantly surprised with Hoppy Lager. Yeah, I, did, me I too. didn't expect a lot. It, you know. But this was this was really good. Good pack. Very enjoyable. Good pack. Uh, Rob, any any other notes here on Hoppy Lager? That's it for me. Any other things you want to throw on that nacho that we were building? <laughs> um, I would replace the chicken with barbecue chicken. That's too. too That's much. <laughs> it's too much. Uh, <laughs> it's too complicated. Too yeah, too complicated. We gotta we gotta take the chicken off and put the barbecue. No. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize it was already made. <laughs> <laughs> got to dig around. Uh, um, okay, we'll be back with the, with Sam Adams remastered after these messages. Alrighty, final beer of the show, Rob. We have Boston Lager remastered. The yes. highly touted beer has been redone, like Star Wars getting a touch up from George Lucas. We shall see if it was necessary. Why don't you give us the description, Rob? In 1984... times. <laughs> Not this one. Uh, in 1984, we made Boston Lager so American beer drinkers could enjoy the full-flavored beer they deserved. Mm. Uh, it helped start the craft beer revolution we enjoy today. Mm. We'd have to be crazy to change it, right? Yeah. We are crazy, mm. but we didn't change our recipe. Mm. We're constantly chasing perfection... In a glass of beer, which honestly is impossible, but we keep trying. Through the decades of brewing improvements, Boston Lager is now brighter and easier to drink than ever, all without changes to the flavor that made you fall in love with the craft beer. <coughs> Excuse me. And then there's some tasting notes that's listed as well. Uh, it says a smooth German style lager. I realized I should have been pouring this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> a smooth. Uh, oh, that's- a German-style lager with slightly sweet roasted malts, notes of caramel, toffee, and a distinct noble hop character with subtle piney citrus. It ends with a crisp finish that makes you want another. Damn right. 5% ABV, if you guys didn't know. Yes. Um... Oh, we don't have to talk about yeah, the label. If you don't anyway. know, if, if you don't know what Boston Lager looks like, I got nothing for you. The only thing that's different is there's a remastered banner yeah. above Boston Lager. It still smells delicious. Yes, definitely. I, I. No, the color is still the same. I would say. Yeah, maybe a little brighter, but yeah. for the most part, it's just 
usual Boston Lager. But Rob, smells one thing, tastes another. Cheers. Cheers. Rob, you have been adamant about this. Yes. Tell me what it is you do or do not like about the remastered. Um, I feel like there's more citrus flavors in it as opposed to getting more of that uh, German maltiness that I remember ha- having in the original Boston Lager. And that is basically my big gripe with it. It's still a great beer. Um, but if it's not broke, why fix it? I guess is my thinking behind it. I really don't pick up much difference. Um, lighter, sure. Yeah. I could. I, I, it's definitely not as... Um, it's never really roasty, but maybe... Not as caramelly as it used to be. For sure. Um, which is a bummer, but I don't think it changes my enjoyment too much of it. Like, I, I've i bought two remastered packs, and they... Enjoyed them both. They were gone. They went to a good home. In the first, the first <laughs> evening. So, still really, really like this beer. It is still one of the best beers ever to have been made. Um... My enjoyment, not changed. Okay. And now... I I, I have it. I have it. All right, all oh, right, you do? I'm looking at it. Okay. Um, yeah, so... Do, do we want to get food pairings at all? Do we want to... Sure. I mean... do the whole kit and caboodle? Might as well, might right? As well. What are you pairing Boston Lager with? No, I wish I would have saved my burger pairing. That sucks. <laughs> <laughs> it... Um, it it is like a perfect, like picture perfect pairing of just a a Boston Lager with yeah a baga, a baga, a baga. <laughs> yep, give me your best, uh, your cousin from Boston. It's your cousin from Boston. I like it. I think I leaned hard onto the, on that Boston part <laughs> instead of Boston. Your cousin from Boston. Yeah, that's better. Yeah. I'm I'm very like stereotypical. Yours is more spot on. I'm I'm from Boston, so (laughs) Boston Joe, Boston Boston Joe, (laughs) big Tom Brady fan. Um, man. Um, (laughs) now I'm really like uh, struggling with my food. You know what? I'll do. uh, I'll do like a pulled pork sandwich. Okay. I feel like that's you know because there is more of a sweetness. I feel like it or like Mm -hmm. a citrus sweetness uh that i get from it and i feel like that pairs well with barbecue sauce you know if you want whatever style barbecue sauce you want to you know throw on that pulled pork i think it's going to pair well give me a turkey reuben with this with some fresh made kettle cooked chips i don't know why that just sounds good or even like a pastrami yeah, pastrami, or you want to yeah. eat turkey pastrami? I'm gonna get fucking crazy with it. Whoa, I'm a little obsessed with turkey pastrami. It's been a thing for me for a little while. I don't think I've ever had turkey pastrami. I'll change your life. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's funny. It's fucking good. Um, Time of year, I feel like it's still fall. Yeah, it, this is like 
my quintessential non-Oktoberfest fall beer. Like, I mean, I can drink this literally any any day of the week, any time. Like, actually, weirdly enough, I associate Boston Lager with Red Robin. Yeah. Because I, whenever I go, I always end up getting a Boston Lager. They always have it on tap there. It's, it's always on tap, and it, like... Yes. It just feels right there. I don't know why, but yeah. Go see a movie after? Well, it, well yes. Oh, yeah. shit. No, no, it's, you... no, it's back. Okay. There, okay. It's just not regal anymore, sadly. Damn. Rest in peace. <laughs> Can't use your uh, points. Oh, I, I have one by my office. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> now I have to go to work. Uh, Scoring-wise. Scoring. So... What are you feeling here? Are you going to... Are you going to take this off the ore liable, or is this sticking? Yeah, so just a reminder for what Rob and I scored this back or, I mean, all the way two. all the way in Season 1, Episode yeah. 30. Uh, Rob, oh, you scored this a 4.41, and I gave this a top-tier perfect beer, perfect score. A perfect score. Five. And... I'm keeping it that way. Okay. I, I still like the 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 taste has not changed enough for me to go one way or another. Like it's certainly not really better, but it's also hard because I I don't have a normal one with me. You know, yeah. It's I don't think the taste is that different. Like I've said, I've I've bought two cases since they've remastered it. Those were gone quick. They go down so well. It's just, I love this beer. It's one of my first craft beers, and I'll never get tired of it. It's still a five. Rob, what about you? Is you going? You're, you're going lower. I'll, I'll go slightly lower just because I feel like I have to. Um, I, I like I mentioned. I feel like there's more, uh, like a citrus flavor to it. Uh, the malt bill isn't quite the same from what I remember. So I'll go a little lower. I'll just drop a point ten. Go four point three one on this. Point three one. I'm dominating in the sponsorships. <laughs> Jim Cook's about to call you up. He's, he's gonna give me. He's gonna give me some stakes. Yeah. He, he's gonna give me the corpse of Sam Adam. Actually, he has a really good book that's called uh, "Quench Your Own Thirst" that I'm reading right now. Mm. You have to let me know how it is. I will. Excellent. Maybe when I finish it in three years. <laughs> It's, uh, it's about the journey, not the destination. Um, I'm a very slow reader. Rob reads one page a night. Yes. It's, he gets sleepy. It, it, he gets sleepy when he does it. Yes. Yeah. It's insane. He did it in class, too. It was the perfect way to take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so then he, he, can't, he can't read magazines uh, in the waiting rooms. It's out like a light. <laughs> um, yeah, that's remastered. I mean... If you've had it, let us know what you think. Yeah. yeah let us know Curious if you think what other it people is think. any more different Am than... I full of shit? Or do you guys actually taste the difference, too? We shall see. When no one responds. Yeah. Um, email us. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Email us and let us know if you taste any notes of toasted bread or caramel. <laughs> God um <laughs> Rob, any last notes here on any of these beers that we drank? No. It's always a pleasure drinking Sam Adams beers. I mean, they're always phenomenal. There's only been like one I didn't like from Sam Adams. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, yeah. it's They know how to make beer. There's a reason why they're the kings of the castle. The largest craft brewer in the world. Yeah. Um, all righty. Well, then, we are done with our beers. But, Rob, you were, you were on a trip. We've got a lot to catch up on in other beer news. We'll be right back after these messages. Okay. We are back with in other beer news. We're going to switch it up. Rob usually goes first, but he's got quite the list. So I do. I'll go ahead and go rapid fire, and I want to hear about Rob's travels. So, uh, Haymarket Brewing Company had their Nisei Lounge Day Baseball Beer. If you have been to Wrigleyville, Nisei Lounge. Uh, Nisei Lounge is my favorite bar. It's that in Murphy's. It's tied. Uh, if you've never been, go. It's the fucking. It's the, one of the best bars in Wrigleyville. They did a beer with Haymarket called Day Baseball Beer. It's a lager, kind of earthy and woody. Not really sure if I would have it a okay. lot or even during a day baseball game. Still a solid beer, though. I, I did enjoy it. Probably better in the fall than it is like in the summer. It's not. It wasn't as refreshing as I was hoping. Gotcha. Hmm. Uh, and then I had Lagunitas Brewing oh. Maximus Colossal IPA. This was nine percent ABV. Uh, one I've of, had this one too. One of these, a couple couple Thursdays ago, I went down an IPA rabbit hole and got a little got a little drunk, and this was one of them. Uh, it's hard not to <laughs> resinous and sweet, but still very heavy. Yes, um, drink one and done for sure. It's it's a big boy. It, it is a big boy, but I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was it, it was it was a very good. It's a good. Indoor beer, like you're just you're watching a game. Like I was just, I was watching. Uh, I was celebrating the over, the overhead nice. for the Vikings Eagles game two two weeks ago. <laughs> uh, we were celebrating. Uh, it's a good like football, just chilling chilling by yourself, having a couple beers. Really good beer for that. Uh, if you're if you are kind of into those heavier ones, check that out. Uh, then my home brewing brewery uh, exit strategy, knob locked out. Uh, blonde ale. I got a growler of this. Light and smooth and sweet can be a very good bonfire fall beer. Nice. Uh, That's a blonde ale. Yeah, yeah, really good. Pretty refreshing too. Uh, and then this past weekend, I was at the three one two block party at Goose Island. Uh, been a couple years since I've been. I haven't been since you got engaged, Rob. Wow, it's the last time I was there. COVID was going on. The year before. Oh, engaged, not married. Not married. <laughs> um, I had a few beers there. Pre-COVID, damn. <laughs> yeah, yes, uh, yeah. Different world back then. Um, I had a few beers there. My favorite one was My Life, an American lager. It was light, crisp, and smooth, but really crushable. Like, it, it was, I was shocked how crushable it was. Um, it was easily my favorite. I need to go find, like, a six-pack of this. It, I was kind of surprised because I've kind of lost touch with Goose Island. Like, I really don't know their new stuff they're putting out. Yeah. Maybe the maybe the Josh Knoll's book maybe changed my perception a little bit on them. And I, sure. Know, I just choose to support You're more ones. selective of, like, what beers you're going to buy. Right. And, and, and it, like, it's, it's just it, they don't come out with as much new stuff as, you know, like an off-color or a revolution or... Even a Sam Adams comes yeah. out with so, um, so you know I, I was, it was a good time to catch up on all those newer beers, and this one was 
right up there with a, a lot of they they had a pilsner it was not for it was full pocket pills i was hoping maybe just maybe it was four star pills rebranded it, was it wasn't it was not we, we lost it disappointing we lost it uh but yeah so uh if you if you're at goose island if you see my life definitely check that one out that one was really good yeah okay rob you were across the pond i was you sound like if i'm london <laughs> you're gonna uh you have to do this in the accent of the places oh you god it's gonna be rough <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> Speaking of Goose Island, though, I will touch upon a Goose Island beer Ooh. I had across the pond that Ooh. I haven't seen in a long time. And But before we get there, uh, I'll start with the very first beer I had in London. Uh, it was called, brace yourself, Beavertown Bones Lager. I'll let you get the giggles out. <laughs> uh <laughs> This one was really crisp and refreshing, a really solid beer. Uh, it was perfect for my first order of fish and chips over there as well. Why is that giggling? Because <laughs> I was going to say, did it taste fishy? Oh, I get it. Ah, okay. Well, it paired nicely uh, with the summer temps in London, which I was not expecting. It was about 85 to 87 every day. London is always hot. I was shocked. I thought it was going to be, like, rainy and cool. No, it was hot the entire time we were there. Uh, if you didn't know, BrewDog, which is a pretty well-known craft uh, brewery, is actually from yep. England. Uh, I didn't know that until, I think, earlier this year, actually. But uh, they have a ton of BrewDog, BrewDog pubs out there. I had Dead Pony Session IPA, and it was everything I look for in a session. Ooh. Nice, dry hop character. Very easy drinking, and it helps when the pub doesn't have AC, that it's not too heavy, <laughs> which is every pub out there in Europe. That's everywhere yeah. in London. Luckily, our uh, hotel room had a wall unit, but oh, that's nice. a wall unit can only do so much. It's not the same as central air, but we survived. Moving on. Um, Hey. This is the Goose Island beer. Uh, Midway IPA for those... Do you guys remember Midway IPA? Because I was... Sh- <laughs> Thanks, Joe. I was shocked to see it on tap in London. Was this made in collaboration with Midway? It was originally with Midway Airport. That's what, that's the reason for the... That's probably the reason they don't make it anymore because now they're in O'Hare. Oh. <laughs> well, they should still bring this back. <laughs> It's uh, it's still a fantastic beer. Uh, that that's just the sentence. You have. <laughs> I think people remember Midway IPA. I mean, they called it. I, I don't remember. It's been a while since I last had it, but like out there, they call it a session IPA. I don't know if it was called a session IPA here, but it definitely drinks like a lighter IPA. So, yeah. uh, but really solid. Um, another one that I had, I went to an Indian restaurant for food because I was told the Indian food in London is fantastic um, just because there's a, uh, a big Indian population. Uh, this one was called King Cobra uh, Pilsner. And uh, the beer itself was just okay, but the reason I bring it up is because it came in a champagne-sized bottle. Oh, was this the one you saw? Okay. Um, but it was perfect for cooling down my mouth while I was eating spicy chicken curry. Oh, yeah. Um, and 
the last one I'm going to talk about from London, uh, I got to go to uh, Griffin Brewery, which is, for those who don't know, it's uh, Fuller's. Uh, Fuller's beer, you know, they come in those big-ass cans you, you can buy at the grocery store. Fuller's uh, or Foster's? Oh, Foster's. My bad. <laughs> uh, but their beers were very good. This is... I, I didn't... You know, I didn't really know what cask beers were until Joe told me. And holy shit. I mean, just... They are... So much better than, like, out of the keg. I mean, it's straight from the barrel that you're getting this beer. It's so much creamier. It's so much fresh, fresher. It's crisper. I mean, um, I'm going to just brief on these, um, you know, not take too much time because a lot of them do have similar uh, taste notes. But uh, one was called London Pride. Uh, it's listed as an amber lager, but it drinks more like a normal lager. Crisp, bright, really refreshing. And then I had uh, ESB, which they is... Uh, short for extra special bitter so you know an English style bitter Um, this one I like I said it it drinks like it's a cask beer it's but it has a nice malt bill character Um, the other one I had was HSB this one had more of a heavier malt malt bill (laughs) Uh, but another English bitter so uh, we'll move on to Scotland. Uh, so Scotland. In Ireland and Scotland, I was mostly drinking whiskey and Guinness, so I, I really only have a couple beers to talk about for each one. But, Joe, have you ever tried haggish? No. I. Do you know what it is? It's like sheep intestines. intestines. Yes. They grind it up very fine. They mix it with like rice and like other stuff, and then they basically like char it so it's really crispy. I was shocked how good it was because I, I saw it on the menu hey. in different places and I'm like, I looked it up and I'm like, that's disgusting. I'm not eating that. First time I tried it, I loved it. And I'd love to bring it back here. I, um, you know, I, I, I don't think I'm that picky of an eater. I like to think I experiment. We all know I don't like bacon. Yes. When you say like, when they're like, oh, pig's brain or like <laughs> sheep intestines, like, I would recommend give this a shot. If you're in Scotland, they don't give you a lot. Um, like if you order like an English English st- or a Scottish style what? breakfast, the haggis they give you a little bit on the side. Probably would have been better than the nachos I remember eating in Scotland. Those things were fucking gross. Okay, well so, definitely. There's a reason why we went to Pizza Express a lot. <laughs> Joe and the Northern European foods. We don't get along very well. <laughs> uh, so for the, like I said, I was mostly drinking whiskey. I saw, I did the Johnny Walker experience at their at their pub there. Um, you know, I was drinking other scotches, but um, one of my favorite beers from the trip was called uh, Flint Eye Green King Dry Hop Lager. Um, this is a beer I could definitely drink all all year long. Uh, it's similar, I would say, similar to Pulaski Pills and Tooth and Claw. Um, very crisp and refreshing, nice dry finish. Um, yeah, besides Guinness, this was probably my favorite beer of the trip. Uh, and then another one I had was uh, Jubal beer cut with peach. Uh, they describe it as a fruit beer, but I, I think of it more as a golden ale, but you just have pounds and pounds of peaches. It was extremely juicy, definitely a perfect summer beer. I mean, I think your mileage would vary, but I couldn't, I couldn't believe how peachy this beer was. 
I, I do like a peach beer every so like a bleacher bum. Yeah, that's a good beach uh, peach beer. Buckle down had one and uh yeah oh what's that one? It was a Kolsch. Yes, Cannonball Kolsch. That was a peach Kolsch. Really, actually no, that was tangerine. All right, moving on. <laughs> Ireland. Ireland. So I am going to bring up Guinness as other beer news only because it is so different out there compared to here. It's, uh, it's a friend of ours describes it. It is like a milkshake. It's extremely creamy. I think the malt bill is different. It's more roasty. Uh, it is, it's kind of like night and day here because the day we got back, we went to Irish Times in Brookfield course i order a guinness just because i was curious and yeah it's gonna take some time how you went to guinness how was that that was a lot of fun uh i guess so my only gripe with it is they don't they don't do tours it's just like the storefront but they have different levels where you can see like there's a museum for all the different ads they did. Yeah. Um, there's the other one where we did our picture laser engraved into yeah. the top of the beer foam. So did you save it? Fun, but yeah, <laughs> I didn't drink the beer. <laughs> uh, but a beer that they do have there that's not just Guinness, they have a one that's called Hop House Lager, which I wonder if it's just because we have harp here uh, that we don't have this beer in the States, but... I would bring this one back or even just sell it at the new brewery in Chicago. I wouldn't be surprised if this is at the new brewery in Chicago. Maybe. Um, I didn't see it on the tap list, but maybe it's in cans or bottles. Yeah. But I'd be very curious. Really light, really refreshing. Uh, a really solid, really solid lager. And then the last one I'm going to talk about, uh, which was actually probably the best IPA I had on the trip, um, which was called Hot Bomb Urban Jungle IPA. Uh, since most of the IPAs were sessions there, they didn't really exceed 5% ABV. You barely saw, like, none of the tabs exceeded 5% ABV. It was kind of kind of weird. This one was, I think, 5.5. More of a bold IPA hop taste to it. So, really solid. Nice. Successful trip. Yes. Thanks for bringing some beers back. <laughs> <laughs> I brought whiskey back. You want uh, some of that? <laughs> yeah. uh, awesome. Rob, anything else? That's it for me. All right, well, let's go ahead and close this thing out. Oh, I just closed out the music. Whatever. Uh, Rob, let's go ahead and close this thing out. <laughs> As always, we invite you to try these beers along with us. Please do so responsibly. Do not drink and drive. And? Cheers. 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 <laughs>